Tonight, we discuss Peter F. Drucker, the famous Austrian um, economist, businessman, and absolutely just business philosopher of all time, and really his book, Post-Capitalist Society. So we're really going to be talking about tribalism, uh, you know, Maoist regimes, and one of the interesting things about, you know, you, you may hear a lot of people in the news today talking about um, what's going on. For example, uh, Brett Weinstein, Jordan Peterson, Eric Weinstein, all these people have talked about, you know, what is going on, especially in places like California, where they're invoking this, uh, like, snitch on your neighbors um, for the coronavirus things, some of the things going on that's being taken to the extreme and the wrong end of the uh, Black Lives Matter riots, um, show this kind of, like, Mussolini, Stalin, Maoist, uh, type of thinking, which is, you know, beginning with Lenin, every one of them, Mussolini, Stalin, Hitler, they all tried to master information. And at the time, you know, the the way people took in information was the television. And now it's social media. So I'm not saying that the, the issue here is that it's it's convoluted. So it's I'm not saying that everyone with the Black Lives Matter movement is is doing this. That's not true at all. That movement is absolutely incredible. They should be pushing for things to change how people think and how people see the perceptions, the paradigms people see. Um, you know, racism is insane, especially systemic racism. It's, it genuinely doesn't make sense. Like from a rational perspective, it does not make any sense. The only difference between, you know, people is your birth and the melanin in your skin. There were all people at the end of the day. That is not the issue here. I'm talking about the, really it's like the 5%, like the three to 5% of these groups, they're spreading these Maoist regimes. We've really seen it in 2020. And people like um, Brett Weinstein, Eric Weinstein, who I really respect, you know, they've been on Joe Rogan's podcast and they've discussed this idea that this these extreme ideologies don't lead to progress. These lead to destruction where, you know, you're trying to cancel things. Canceling doesn't cause for any innovation. Restricting information or restricting free speech doesn't help anything. We should be focusing on the actual problems, not wasting our time trying to cancel those people that are spreading clear ideas that, that don't have any ill intent. It's fairly easy to tell when people have ill intent and especially when they're speaking out publicly. So, this is one of those things where it's it's pressing now, and I don't mean to go off on this rant, but it's pressing now that we understand what this truly means when people say, you know, these are Maoist regimes. You need to understand history. You know, we focus much too much on the past 24 hours and not enough on the past 10,000 years. If we don't learn from history, if we don't learn from history, we will fail to repeat it. And you do not want, if, if you know anything about Maoist China or Stalin Russia or Hitler's Germany, you do not want to repeat history. We live in the best time ever to be alive. And this is something where you don't want to go through what they went through. And it's important that you learn from these things. So in society, you can operate productively and understanding this, these things as a background. And control over money was actually the very um, center of what uh, came to be called sovereignty. But money has slipped the leash. It has gone transnational. It cannot be controlled any longer by national states, not even by acting together. No central bank any longer controls money flows. It can try to influence them by raising or lowering interest rates. But in the flow of money, political factors 
are increasingly important as, sorry, as interest rates, the amount of money beyond the control of any one central bank, that is the amount of money traded every day on the transnational markets, the New York foreign exchange market or the London intern bank market, so greatly exceeds anything needed to finance national and international transactions that the flows escape any attempt to control or limit them, let alone manage them. So it's the same with information. And in today's world, information is literally our fuel. You know, the data, data is what has made these billion dollar companies what they are. Like look at Facebook, look at Twitter, look at Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, look at Amazon, look at Netflix, all data-based companies. The reason they're able to operate the way they are is because of data, the data that they collect. And that's one thing that, um, you know, I, I run an online business where I kind of tap into these resources. And it's insane when you begin to understand, you know, Facebook's literally tracking every single move. Same with TikTok. That's how the algorithm's so crazy. So these are data-based companies. And when you begin to restrict information, when you begin to restrict this fuel, and not, this is just, that's an example of how powerful data is. But what I'm saying, I'm saying about restricting is when people try and cancel others, when people try and restrict free speech, that isn't, you know, isn't inherently harmful, isn't anti-Semitic, isn't racist, just free speech in general. You know, a great example of this is this whole learn to code thing. So, you know, a while ago and... I feel bad because I started this episode really wanting to dive into Peter F. Jucker's post-capitalist society, but now I'm just kind of, I feel like kind of ranting about this, but the issue with this cancel culture, the issue with this free speech restriction is it's, it's not pointed in the right direction. The people that you should really trying to be, the really people you should be restricting are the people that are moving towards these Mal, Maoist, um, Stalin, Hitler-esque ideologies and putting them out there in today's society because we can't evolve if we're going to just cancel everything if, if we're not going to allow for a society where we allow information to flow freely especially when you restrict something like learn to code i mean this is just an example of how ridiculous this is recently today i saw this on twitter and it was freaking it wasn't about to learn to code i can go into that example but i mean they tried to cancel joey diaz and joe rogan i mean these two men literally don't have any ill will in their heart. And this is for a story that Joey Diaz told about like maybe 20, 25 to 30 years ago at the comedy store. And it's, it's insane. It genuinely makes me angry. So back to the learn to code thing, basically understanding that places are, are canceling things just because they offend people. You shouldn't see things that way. That's, that's a terrible way to view the world where if something's offensive, that you try and cancel it, that you try and go, no, you can't say that. No, 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 no. That's an opportunity for growth. You know, I talked about this in the previous episode today with Jordan Peterson's uh, archetypes on the uh, call for Abraham, but this idea that anytime you feel resistance, anytime you feel someone pushing back against you, that you just go, oh, let me let me squanch that. Let me let me just make sure that thing doesn't get any more fuel. No, that's not how you should face things. That's not how a productive society works. A pro- productive society works by taking on a load, taking on responsibility, and going, okay, I realize that 
I need to bear responsibility. And without resistance, there is no growth. And if you're not trying to grow in life, what are you doing? If you're just standing still, highly recommend you go listen to that episode, first of all. And then if you're intrigued at all, go listen to Jordan Peterson's. Um, it was episode nine is a biblical series. He's basically psychoanalyzing um, the Old Testament. It's very interesting. Whether you're religious or not truly does not matter. You know, you could be atheist and it's, it's fascinating because it's, it's these archetypes. You know, whether you believe it or not, there's a reason these stories have stayed around for so long. And I, now I've really gone off course of this uh, Peter Drucker book, which we were beginning with. But uh, there's a reason these stories have stuck around. And understanding that these things are meaningful. These things are not arbitrary. You shouldn't just glance over them and go, oh, there's, those people are just dumb. No. There's a reason things pass down generation through generation. And what we want to work on eliminating is these negative patterns that are passed down generation through generation. Systemic racism is a perfect point. But... I keep diverting from my my main point, which is in this post-capitalist society, that first point he talks about with um, the restriction of information in these Maoist regimes is so important to understand. Because when you try and restrict information, when you try and control the populace by not allowing them free speech, not allowing them their liberty, that's really what it comes down to. Not allowing them their liberty, their human rights. You are doing something that is repeating history. And if you haven't learned from those things, I highly recommend you stop what you're doing and understand. Literally go to YouTube. uh, Type in history of Mao's China, history of Stalin Russia, history of um, Hitler's Germany, all these different things. Just, Just pop those in. And it's important to learn, you know, whether or not you learn it in school, whether or not you find it interesting. It doesn't matter because those things happened. This isn't fiction. And we don't want to repeat this, these things because there's a serious possibility these things can happen again. Don't turn a blind eye to this. Man. This was a bit of a rant episode. Um, turned into kind of this, this cancel culture rant and uh, not repeating history. But highly recommend you pick up Peter F. Drucker's book, Post-Capitalist Society. If you found this episode meaningful, I'd really appreciate if you share it. Um, We're now putting some of the episodes up on YouTube. So again, thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a review and subscribe. Here at the Modern Academy, we do three episodes a day, one five, one ten, and one fifteen minute episode. Till next time.